0: Hey, everybody, happy Sunday. Welcome to Sunday Service, a podcast that we do every single Sunday. We've been doing it for a little over two and a half years now, pretty consistently. I think we've missed maybe a couple of nights. Usually it's like a Christmas or some random New Year's Eve that we decide, hey, you know what? It landed on a perfect holiday. Other than that, we have not missed a Sunday service in two and a half years. Sunday Service is the podcast that actually created and sparked the idea for Wholesale Hotline where a lot of other people that are learning wholesale real estate tune in, hang out with us every Monday night at 5 p.m. Arizona time. Sunday service started out as a podcast where my partner Cody Barton and I would get together. It actually, funny enough, used to be on a 1-800 conference call line. Yes, we had no idea how to stream to YouTube. We had no idea how to do a lot of these things that we currently know pretty well. And we would just do a 1-800 number and let people call in. And what the premise of Sunday service was in the very beginning was a partnership meeting that Cody Barton, my partner, uh, and I would have every single Sunday. And that meeting would essentially be, ba- be about the deals we were working on, the struggles, the challenges, the amazing triumph- triumphs or success stories that we had that week. And we would just talk about it openly on a conference call. And we would have our partnership meeting on that conference call. Well, that morphed and it morphed and it morphed. And one day we decided, man, we shouldn't do this, you know, phone call thing. Let's get on something that we can see our audience and we can actually have conversations with them and see their comments, et cetera. And, uh, people, it, oh my gosh, this is so funny because people used to have to press star six to get their, uh, <laughs> to get their questions answered So like the 1-800-CALL-LINE, we would have to press like star four to hear how many people were in the queue. I mean, this was ultra ghetto, right? Ultra, ultra ghetto. But that is how we started. And then one day, a a gentleman named Ty the Flip Man um, on YouTube has a couple hundred thousand subscribers. I met him at a mastermind and he sat down with me and he goes, dude, dude. You guys have all the energy, all the content um, uh, in the world that can change a lot of people's lives. Let me show you a few things that will change your life. And he showed me things um, that allowed me to get away from the 1-800 phone call. And we then jumped on to YouTube and Facebook. And that's when we created our Facebook group that has now 50,000 members in our Facebook group, Um, only been around for two years. And it's grown tremendously. Hundreds and hundreds of deals happen every single month in there. Lenders are found. Lenders are um, giving money to people. People are doing fix and flips. They're doing um, wholesale. They're doing subject to seller finance, novation agreements, wraps. They're doing all of those things inside of that Facebook group. And this podcast or this show, Sunday Service, has always been the marriage between that Facebook group. We used to only stream that uh, Sunday Service into that Facebook group until we both created YouTube channels. And now we stream it simultaneously. We've also found that it's just a lot easier when you guys are over here on YouTube. Um, And so most people, most of our audience doesn't watch it inside of the Facebook group anymore. Even though that is the heart of this show, it is now watched primarily on YouTube. So guys, welcome to the show. Um, We love talking about real estate. Obviously, we love talking about all things that make you guys money. In fact, the last 60, 90 days, we've been talking a lot about gator lending Um, a new strategy that I created. um, I am developing right now and we have thousands of people that are currently doing it with us and I'm teaching those people for free. had a training today, this morning, pretty epic if I do, do say so myself. And if anybody was in that Gator training today, please say something in the comments. Today, the main thing that we're going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about why certain people get stuck and sharing some of my thoughts on that and hopefully giving you guys some um, help and some way, Oh, Jamil's texting me. Um, so I want to see what we can do to get some of you guys stuck. I I can't get all of you stuck because I can tell you that the the majority of the reasons why, um, you guys are stuck or I get stuck or any of us get stuck is typically 99% of the reason is because of mindset, right? Some sort of mindset issue that we're going through and so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. A um, lot of people making comments in the side chat. Guys, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Um, ooh, Joel, aka Primal Eskimo says, one reason I'm stuck is I'm trying to learn every detail. Yeah, Joel, we already know that about you, brother. Um, no, no offense. You're one of the smart people that make tremendously uh, positive comments on our show and we appreciate it. I do know, although... Um, you are trying to learn everything. You ask questions that show me where you're stuck. I can tell where you are in the process by the questions that you ask. You're incredibly intelligent. And sometimes, I'll tell you guys something um, that you probably already know. Usually the smarter people, the more intelligent people are the ones that overthink everything and take less action. Whereas the people who are somewhat, um, you know lacking in intelligence, maybe I'm one of those people um, End up taking a lot more action, making more stakes and mistakes, and ultimately learning way more along the way. So, any of you guys that's wa- that are watching on Instagram Live, I usually get 100 to you know 250 people over on Instagram Live, depending on the day and all that. But um, come over to YouTube if you guys are watching on Instagram Live. Come over, over to YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Pace Morby. Um, David Wilkerson says, "Enjoyed the great knowledge Pace Morby gave us today. Thank you, Pace. Absolutely." Love, love it, love it, lovely. Um, So here's what I did. I just put in the side chat the StreamYard link. So if you guys look at that, it says StreamYard.com forward slash KPU. It's also on the screen right now. What I would love is Joel, okay? Joel the Eskimo. I would love for you to come into the back of the show, and I'd love to have a conversation with you guys, okay? Um, If any of you guys feel like you're stuck, Let's have a conversation and let's come up with some ideas, some things in the side chat that other people, um, believe are the reasons why they are stuck. Okay. And Joel, I'd love to have the opportunity to actually talk to you. Jasper son, Jeffrey Townsend believe Jeffrey, are you, are you, uh, did you come into the back of the yes. stage to have a conversation Joel, with me have, or are you just yeah, going to talk to Jasper son, Jasper Townsend believe Jeffrey are you are you uh did you come in the back of the yeah. stage to have a conversation I was just time. checking it out yeah. I'm okay so guys if you're going to come in the back of the stage you're you're way better off listening on YouTube or in the Facebook group don't use the link that I just put into the side chat as a way to come and listen to the show because you're already listening to the show if you click on that link it's actually going to bring you into the backstage with me and I'm going to bring you and put you on the stage so we can have a conversation. Okay. It happens all the time. I put that link there and people are like, oh, I get to hang out in the backstage with Pace. It is cool, but I promise you it's way cooler in the comments and networking with people that are already here um, rather than coming into the green room or into the backstage with me. All right. So Joel the Eskimo, the main thing that I would love is I would love Joel to come back here because I feel like Joel is one of those classic overthinkers. Probably is an accountant for his job, probably an engineer of some sort. Um, Something along those lines is, I would assume, is his. um, Michael Snodderly, are you wanting to have a conversation or are you just here to watch? Give me a thumbs up if you want me to have a conversation with you. Michael? Yes. Are you here to chat with me or or listen?
1: Oh, um, I guess I can chat with you. I've been trying to get a hold of you for a long time. You've been trying to get a hold of me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I think you're a pretty awesome dude. Oh, thank you, brother. You're kind of like my new role model. Thank you, man. I never, I never had a role model, but I got one now. It's Pace Morby.
0: I got I got a lot of role models, dog. Um, so tell me what if you could have a conversation with me, Michael? What would that conversation be like? What would you want to chat about?
1: I don't know. I'm kind of nervous.
0: Nervous about what? Clicking
1: on your link and that you posted on there. I've been. I, I'm enrolled in your uh, your new uh, your new program that you're starting. So
0: the ga- the Gator?
1: Yes. Yeah. I got my uh, I got my new LLC after 15 years with PCS and uh, uh, just signed up with 15 the. 15 years it
0: took you to get your first LLC. 15 years. Yep. Congratulations, brother. What, why were you stuck? Why were you not getting an LLC? Why weren't you taking yourself seriously?
1: Uh, because I was just working, uh, I was working in a rotation of yeah, like a small group of people that kind of they're friends of each other and I just work on their projects. They fight over who, wh- when I work for who and what, and they kind of so just. You're, so
0: you're somewhat of a handyman on other people's real estate transactions.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah. What's, what's stopping you from getting your own project? Uh, cash flow, money. Um, hmm. I mean, are you are uh, you aware that
0: I I don't flip any properties with my own money whatsoever? I don't use any of my own money to flip properties.
1: Yeah, and I'm just trying. It's I'm. It's trying to. I'm suck it in. You know, it's it's setting in here. So there's I'm not like, much no. to
0: suck in, dog. You only. You want me to tell you how it works.
1: Yeah, sure, go ahead. I mean, I've been watching your videos, but
0: all right. So all right. let's 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 go through it for a second because there's no possible way. this is a hard thing. Hold on a second. This is super easy. So guys, you can see the training that I was doing earlier this morning. I'm going to mute you for a second, Michael, for just uh, for a moment. Sorry about that. You have like horrendous feedback. So I'm just going to make sure that you are here and people can see your face, but we don't have to hear the feedback for the time that we don't uh, need to. Okay. So check this out. Um, Most fix and flippers, just so you know, most fix and flippers don't actually use their own money. Okay. Um, and if they are using their own money, I've done a YouTube video about this. If you use your own money as a fix and flipper, it means I'm going to write this down, Michael. This is an actually important one for you to write down. If you use your own money as a fix and flipper, it's because you have a boring life and you have no friends. And I, I mean that sincerely. Somebody out there that is going to be upset because they're going to say, Well, I use my own cash to fix and flip my houses. Well, yeah, because you're boring, you have no friends. And why is that? It's because as a contractor, here's here's the thing. If I go buy a house, okay? Let's say I buy this house and um, Michael, obviously you are very similar to me. You jumped jumped into the business as a contractor um, and you believe that you probably have some pretty intimate knowledge about real estate, okay? You have a lot of knowledge, right? You're the guy that knows how to fix up this damn house. Okay. So where do we get deals from? Okay. We get deals from multiple places, but let's just say we get a deal from a wholesaler, right? Somebody in this, somebody in Sunday service. Okay. Glow Fitness Girl says, I'm not boring. Yes, you are. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you why you're boring. Okay. So don't get offended. I, I had to learn this the right way too. Okay. And I love the, I love the emoji of you laughing and taking it lightheartedly. Thank you so much. Here's why um, you should never use your own money fixing flipping. Okay. I'm going to teach you. Okay, so if I get a deal from a wholesaler, okay, a wholesaler sends me a house and I get that contract, that's kind of scary, right? Because you've never bought a house before. So you're like, oh my gosh, a contract? That's a really scary word. Oh my gosh, I got a contract. I mean, it took you 15 years to get an LLC. So I imagine when somebody says, all right, I'm going to send a contract over to you, you basically have to clean your pants because you probably made a mess of yourself, okay? Um, so you get a contract on a house from a wholesaler I can tell you there's probably 30, 40% of the people um, in here, okay, that have sold properties to people just like you. Okay, so you're in the right place. If you want a deal, Um, Michael, in the side chat, if you don't mind, make a comment. Where do you live? Okay. See, Sue Hyde knows. He says, what states are you in? You need to squat up. So a wholesaler sells you a deal. And let's say that I go get, I buy that deal from that wholesaler at $200,000. Holy moly! Where does that two hundred thousand dollars come from, Michael? Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, he just he just bounced. He just bounced. He's gone. Well, you know what? I guess we're switching topics really quick. Um, Eskimo, how you doing, man?
2: Hello. Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. The hey, people, the nice. people need hey, to see what the Eskimo looks you. like. You have a camera on that Android?
2: Uh, come on. I'm trying to get this set up.
0: All right, I'll come back to you, okay? All right, so um, Michael, how you doing, bro? Sorry. Yeah, I lost service. Oh, no worries, So, where do, if I buy a house for 200000 dollars where does that 200000 dollars come from?
1: Um somebody else's money.
0: Okay, so yeah, let's let's I'll show you. It's called the hard money lender. Where do you live? Uh, I live in St. Joe, Missouri. Okay, watch my screen, okay? I'm going to go to Missouri, hard money lender. Watch how fast this is. Best hard money lender, 7.49%. Help us when we help when others will not. Where we lend, commercial hard money. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. KC investor funding, faster fund funding lending, right? All of this stuff. These are people that want to give you loans. Um, and how many times are they going to check your credit, by the way, Michael?
1: Uh, once, maybe. None. Zero. They Zero. will
0: not check your credit one single time. Okay, so I go get a loan. How much of a loan are they gonna give me towards that $200,000 is usually about 75%. Okay, so one of those hard money lenders is gonna give me $150,000 towards that purchase, okay? A company that I use almost religiously is a company called myinvestorloan.com. Loan.com, it's on the screen. Somebody will go, wait. Slower slower pace and I'll say, guys, it's on the screen. Myinvestorloan.com. That's who we use, okay? So if I use a company like myinvestorloan.com, they're not really worried about my credit. They're worried about the house itself, okay? So they're going to give me $150,000. Well, that kind of leaves me short. How much am I short, Michael?
1: Uh, $50,000.
0: Okay, I'm short. $50,000. Plus, I'm short my closing costs. Let's say another five thousand dollars. Plus, I'm short whatever renovation costs and miscellaneous expenses. They're going to be like the power payment, the landscape maintenance, the pool maintenance, all that kind of stuff. And that's going to be. Let's just throw a number out there of forty thousand dollars. Let's say I can clean up this property for forty grand. So how much how short am I really if that lender will give me one hundred seventy-five thousand or one hundred fifty thousand dollars? Ninety-five dollars $95,000. $95,000. 95000 $95,000. Where does that money come from?
1: Oh, um, another hard money lender. So this, now it, this comes
0: from a private money lender, usually an individual that you meet in a side chat here or a Facebook group that says, hey, I would love to make a 10 to 12% return on my $95,000. Okay. Makes sense? Okay so this is how we all fix this is how we all fix and flip houses with no money. I buy the house with with somebody with a hard money loan and I pay for the down payment and the renovation with a private money lender which is an individual. Hard money lender is somebody I can google. Okay? I can pull up their company online just like I showed you guys right here. Okay? I can just pull them up right there. That's where 75% of my money comes from is a company called myinvestorloan.com. Okay? The other 25% of the money plus the renovation costs come from an individual that I, I meet in maybe a podcast like this, okay? So now you're saying that you have a cash flow issue. And if I told you the last, I don't know, thousand fix and flips that I've done, I've never actually used any of my own money or my own credit. Now, what is your hesitation? Uh, is, that is that a booty call coming in right now? You got a booty call.
1: Uh, that was the uh, the owner of the project I'm on currently, so he'll wait. It. <laughs> you're more important. So I didn't hear your question.
0: So now that your cash situation is solved, what now is the main reason why you're not doing this yourself?
1: Uh, Well, we let's see. We got the contract. We we got the contract from the wholesaler. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of more like the, I guess the paperwork, the the contracts. Like I'm I'm not familiar with the contract verbiage. Okay. And do you know whatever. how familiar
0: with contracts you have to be to buy a house? Do what? Do you know how familiar with um, contracts you have to be in order to buy a house?
1: Probably not very familiar.
0: Zero. Okay, so here's here's what I here's what, I'm going to give you a goal. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give you a step. And anybody else that's in Michael's same exact situation, where you're using your cell phone on a live when you're talking to your so-called hero, and I want I want to mute Michael, but I also want to give him value. So, guys, please be patient with. The, a lot of people are saying he has bad feedback. I know he has bad feedback. Just be patient with us, guys. Thank you so much. It is better than the 1-800 um, call-in number we used to do a couple of years ago. So at least it's a lot better, right? Here's your homework. Okay. I want you to watch me watch me do I'm gonna do your homework for you real quick. What do you where do you live again? Saint Joe, Missouri. Saint Joe, Missouri. Okay. Watch this. Saint Joe. Everybody can see this? Oh no, you can't see it. Hold on. Here you go. Saint Joe, Missouri. Cash buyer. Watch this. Okay, you see all these people that say we buy houses? Yes. They don't buy houses. They're lying. You know what they do? Uh, They're wholesalers. They're wholesalers. You see all these people right here? We buy houses St. Joseph. We buy houses St. Joseph. We'll sell your house in St. Joseph, Missouri. Sell my house fast. All these people... Okay, here's your homework. Your homework is: I want you to Google those people that I just showed you how to Google, and I want you to call five of them and introduce yourself and say, "I'm looking for my first fix and flip." Can you can you show me the active inventory that you have? That's it. There's your first step, bro. You're now your homework is done. You don't you don't have to do anything besides that. I didn't say go buy a house. Okay. I didn't say go sign a contract. I just said, go find five wholesalers in your local area and introduce yourself to them and say, Hey, I'm looking for my first fix and flip. I actually know how to do a lot of work. So if you guys have anybody that needs work done, here's my phone number, but I am looking for my first fix and flip. Okay. Sue hype says, "Damn, that's a hundred thousand dollars worth of game right there. Okay. Now, here's some additional bonus homework for you, okay? Okay. As you're talking to these people, I want you to tell them, is, I want you to ask them a couple of questions. One, can I see your inventory? Because I'm looking for my first fix and flip. We already touched base on that. Number two, I want you to ask them, is there a title company that you suggest I should build a relationship with? Okay. And then the third one is this is there a hard money lender that your other customers are happy they are using? That's it. That's your homework for the week. Talk to five of those people and ask those exact questions and see what happens.
1: Okay. I got it. Is that scary? It is pretty scary. Yes. Are you serious? I, I am. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, w- I was a shy guy in high school, but that's was 15 okay, years Okay, so you're now. not
0: afraid necessarily what these people are saying. You're just, you're overall just shy in general.
1: Yeah, probably. But people say I won't shut up at work, so.
0: That's yeah, because you open up to people that you like probably, right? Yes. All right, got it. So have I given you enough homework? Do you know what your next steps are?
1: Uh, yes, I need to call five, five, uh, five cash buy or we buy houses in St. Joe, talk to five of them look for my first fix and flip inventory Mm -hmm. and then um, ask them about a title company that, that I could build a relationship with and then hard money lenders that they use that people are happy with.
0: There you go. That's it. Okay. Now here's your final piece of homework. Okay. I want you to come back to Sunday service next week and I want you to return and report to everybody in here. That's it. Just say, Hey guys, I did my homework.
1: And you would like that in the side chat.
0: I would like that in the side chat. Okay. And, um, I would have you back on here as a guest, except the audience is driving them. I'm driving them crazy because they can hear your phone echoing in the background.
1: Okay. I'll work. I'll work on trying to get service on 600 acres of nowhere.
0: Ooh. All right. love it. It's not your, it's not your service. It's your phone. Oh, Okay. Um, Your service is fine. Actually, it's pretty good. This was good, man. I like this. You got some homework. Are you now, are you stuck or you now know exactly what to do for the next seven days?
1: Uh, Well, along with all the work and the homework, uh, I'm not stuck. So yes, I I appreciate your time.
0: Perfect. Good to talk to you. you.
1: Good to talk to you. Awesome
0: stuff. All right, guys. So pretty basic right there, right? Um, giving people some homework. Sometimes people are stuck because they just need somebody to tell them what to do and take some bite-sized pieces along the way. Eskimo, what up, dog?
2: Hello, Pace. How you doing?
0: How you doing, man? Tell me, you're an engineer, you're an accountant, you're an electrical engineer, you're something, you're an architect, you're something by trade. I'm 19 years old. I'm still in college. Okay, you're in college for what? Business. You're in college for business. Yeah, but truth has anybody is, ever told you you're an overthinker? Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Okay, cool. So we we know what your problem is, right? Your problem is that your equation, the thing that's holding you back, is your brain is, desires to know everything about everything before you take yep. action.
2: Especially the downsides. I'm trying to protect my downsides so I do not screw up in this business.
0: Okay, can I tell you you you've already failed? Yep. You're committing the worst failure of all time. Exactly. Have you ever played Mario Brothers? <clears throat> yep. All the time. You ever, you ever played Mario yes, Brothers yeah. number one, the original classic? Yep. Okay, so do you remember at the very beginning of that video game that if you just stood there in the video in, in um like level one, a Goomba would come down and get you if you just stood there? Mm-hmm. Okay? It, you just stood there, and if like twenty seconds goes by, one of those little goombas drops down and walks slowly over to you and hits that little Mario and kills Mario, and you're dead, right? Yep. Okay, that's you, bro. You you're just standing there, and all the all the things are hit. They're hitting you. Inflation's hitting you right now. Okay, you're out being. You're getting your ass kicked with with, with your earning potential is, is basically zero. You're losing right now. Yep. There is, no, too. there is no worse scenario than the scenario you're currently in right now. So let me, so here's me. I'm not at level nine, right? Level nine typically was where I think it's level nine that Mario would ultimately fight Bowser. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You got, you got people, your roommates that are bothering you. No, nah, I
2: just, it's some tell them, kids.
0: Tell them they're about to get a drop kick Murphy right on the face. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, Here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not at level nine in Mario, but I, I'm probably on level four. Do you remember when you first played Mario, you didn't know where like how to jump over things and you didn't know how to like very quickly get through the worlds and get all the coins and get all the things and get the squirrel suits and get all the things. But after you played it 10 or 15 times, you now know where everything is and you can zoom through the levels mm-hmm. very, very quickly. Exactly. How many times did you have to die and make mistakes in order for that to happen?
2: Around three or four.
0: Okay, perfect. So you know the equation for success is a requirement for failure and a requirement for running into problems, except you're not willing to actually go commit those problems and run into those, those failures. Mm-hmm. You, know that's, you know that's an equation for success. It is an absolute yep. requirement for success. We learn through our mistakes. What's that? We learn through our mistakes. We learn through our mistakes. So what mistakes are you making right now? Right now,
2: probably consistency and like trying to know what to say to sellers, like connecting with them and like leading them down a path, the funnel to uh, to the contract.
0: Okay. Are you actively talking to sellers?
2: To be honest, mm, sort of. Because then I mean, I mean keep just saying say, like, say
0: no, I'd say I've spoken to a few sellers, but I'm scared, so I haven't really done it much.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I kept hitting some objections and I'm like, Mm -hmm. i go online, try to learn about them and try to learn the offer process, especially.
0: Okay. So um, let me give you some homework. Okay. Sure. Don't waste your time as a brand new person, just calling sellers. I want you to, what I would rather you do is only focus on one set of sellers. What set of sellers would I want you to focus on?
2: Motivated sellers.
0: like. Okay. Which ones? There's only one set that you should spend your time on. Only one. Foreclosures. Only foreclosures. That is correct. Don't Mm -hmm. waste your time on anything else. And why is that?
2: What about like code violations or probates?
0: Bro. How do you know those people are in pain? Mm -hmm. I mean, usually probates, they're like vacant. Probates are not in pain. You don't know that they're in pain. Mm Yeah. Sometimes, bro, you want to challenge me on this? I've been doing this a lot longer than you. And I've done a lot mm-hmm. of probate. I've brought my probate attorneys on my show. My probate attorneys are friends of mine. I think I know a thing or two about probate. I've mm-hmm. talked to a lot of probate sellers. The majority of them are not in pain. They, in, they inherited a property. They're excited and they want to go sell it on the retail market, turn it into a rental. There's no opportunity for you on those. However, what does a foreclosure tell you? of the time it tells you something. It's usually
2: they don't have a job or like they cannot afford to pay the home.
0: Whatever the problem is, a foreclosure tells you that they have not made their payment for whatever reason. Is there any happy home, any wealthy person that's falling behind on their mortgages? No. So can we guarantee 100% that the people in foreclosure Are people that are currently in pain and that every single phone call I have is, has a likelihood of success. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I'm brand new and I haven't gone through the foreclosure list, I would not spend a single minute of my life on, on um, code violations, probates, Mm -hmm. or anything else. Become a freaking master of foreclosures before you do anything else. What I see is people deviate there is, and here's the thing about a foreclosure. It's the only list in real estate. The only list in real estate that the seller is holding a ticking time bomb that you actually know how long that ticking time bomb is going to be until it goes away, until it blows up. That makes sense. There's a timeline to it. The yes. Store. They're holding a, they're holding a bomb in their hands and that bomb has a countdown on it. There's no other list There's no other set of people in real estate that you can say that with 100% of these people. And you can see when they're getting foreclosed on public data. You can see what date it's for auction on. And you know that these people have not made their payment. It's not a guess. Here's the thing with a code violation. A lot of times with a code violation, somebody just is like, yeah, I'm not going to fix my roof yet. I'm going to fix it next summer. And yeah, the city's upset or hey, I have a broken window or my weeds are kind of overgrown. Um, you can't guarantee these people are in pain. A lot of time, code violations that we run into are overgrown weeds. Like right now, let, let's, let's look at this. I'll show you something really interesting, okay? If I go to Tempe code violations, okay? You guys are going to be blown away by this, by the way. Okay, so let's go to Tempe code violations. And see right here, tempe.gov, code compliance, city of Tempe watch how quickly we can do this. Okay, let's go. Code compliance violation map. Oh, this is dope. A lot of people don't even know this exists. Oh, the free lists. Oh my gosh, look at all these people in violation. Guys, you see all these people in code violations right now. How long did that take me to find by the way?
2: Not long at all.
0: Not long at all, okay? Now if I click on these, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna find out what these people what's going on, okay? Well, this is a a closed violation. Um, Lack of maintenance. Ding, 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 ding. This was literally the first one I wanted to go to. Prove my point. What's the likelihood that like 85% of these people are also lack of maintenance? Mm -hmm. So you're calling on a list. I'm not saying code violations aren't great. They are great. But the overwhelming majority of them are not like foreclosures. Foreclosures have an overwhelming majority of people that when you are calling them, you, I would bet my left pinky every single time you call them, these people have some sort of pain. So let me ask you this question. Why would you spend any of your time on any other list other than foreclosures if you're brand new?
2: Mm-hmm. Shiny object point- syndrome?
0: Cause you saw somebody's YouTube channel that told you to go pull those lists and that you thought it was a good idea. It's Probably okay to be that. honest. There you go. Yeah. That's every time, sure. to- every time another YouTuber tries to deviate for you from a foreclosure list, you should go in their YouTube comments and say, Pace told me you're a knucklehead and I'm not going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and one thing they- I pulled, uh, I pulled some Maricopa County, like the mm-hmm. latest Maricopa County and also Orange County, Florida. Okay. latest latest uh, lists, usually they're listed as list, list pendants or a notice of trustee sale. Yep. So usually uh, what's the timeline I should pull them? The most recent should I call or like 90 days?
0: Okay. So here's the magic of foreclosures. I've talked about this um, ad nauseum. Do you know what ad nauseum means? Have they taught you that in school yet? No. It means a hell of a lot. Okay. Here's the timeline for foreclosures. I'm going to give you something magical. I've talked about this a lot. There are three sets of people in foreclosure three. Okay. And these three, these three groups of people also break down into the each individual 30 day. So the first 30 days is here. The second 30 days is here. And the third 30 days are there signifying 90 days total. Do not get sidetracked by the, the comments in the side chat. Do not be a, do not be a shiny object syndrome person ignore all those people. Okay. Got it. I see you doing that. Don't do it. Sure. Okay. So you, you know what I'm saying? There's 30, 30, 30. So Mm -hmm. in the first 30 days, there's a group, the first group of people, the second 30 days, there's a second group of people. And then the third group, there's the third 30 days. There are another group of people. Here's what I find. Okay. About 30% of the people, okay? Actually, I'm gonna say that differently. It's about 20% of people sell right here. 20%. 10% of people sell here. And 70% of people sell right here. Okay, these are different personality types. By the way, if you ever come into one of my lives and I ask you a question about whether you are doing lead generation on anything other than foreclosures, I'm going to fly to where you are and kick your ass. Do not spend a single minute of your life other than on foreclosures. Don't. Stop. Don't spend a single moment. It is a waste of your life if you are doing anything other than foreclosures. Okay. So here's the thing right here. You've got um, people in the side comments saying, I've got a lady that's in foreclosure. She still doesn't want to sell. Yep. You know who, what that sounds like to me? That sounds like you're talking to somebody right in here.
2: I think that's what I called most of the people.
0: Because yep, I got cussed
2: it. out like on 90 of them.
0: Yep. This is a problem. Do you know how many people get foreclosed on every single day in Maricopa County? How many? Um, about 30 people a day.
2: Wow.
0: 30 people a day get foreclosed on in Maricopa County. We're not like Texas. Texas has a foreclosure auction every third Tuesday. Uh, Maricopa County has a foreclosure every single day, Monday through Friday. That's insane. Okay. So Mm -hmm. where would you spend your time? Maybe right here? Foreclosures. Foreclosures and right here on this list, the last 30 days that they're in foreclosure is where people finally start coming into um understanding what their situation is the reason why people are um in foreclosure and they're not willing to talk to you is because they're in denial they think they're going to solve their problem Mm -hmm. yeah the ego is high in the first stage always always crazy ego one lady got
2: so pissed at me she was like Uh, are you are you are you calling me out are you calling me poor
0: that was the first lady i called no i'm not i'm not calling you poor lady at all yeah I, I'm just I was, letting I said you know I'm that I'm trying the, to
2: help you. I found this on public data later. I, she cooled down a little bit after that, but she was like, no, I'm not looking for anything. Okay. I'll so here, here's,
0: here, let, here's why, here's why I want to push you to foreclosures. Okay. Now a mm-hmm. couple of reasons. I already told you a couple of them. These people are the only list of people that have a ticking time bomb in their hand. Okay. Exactly. Diana says, unless you're in Maryland where it's illegal, then stop investing in Maryland. And stop investing in places where it's illegal to to be a real estate investor, okay? Who who knows? She's she's just spamming the chat. I have no idea what she's talking about. Okay, cool. So, number one, I know these people are in, in pain. I know I can help them. It's public data. And there's a time limit. I know there's a time limit. Okay. Do you know how many times I buy a foreclosure literally like 30 hours before the foreclosure ha- happens?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd say 90% of the deals we get from foreclosure are the last week before somebody gets foreclosed on. So they're usually short sales? No. Posted? Usually they're subject to or their cash deals.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of subject two deals are in foreclosures. You will get a lot of foreclosures from sub two. Now, or you'll get a lot of sub two from foreclosures. And now as the market is turning, the market's going to start cooling down here shortly. It might be six months, it might be nine months, but the Fed just raised the interest rates another Mm 0.5 and they're going to do it two more times this year at the least. And so what's going to happen is our market will cool down a little bit and we will have a pullback. We're not going to have a crash, I don't believe, but we will have a pullback. You know what happens when there's a little teeny bit of a pullback? A lot Mm -hmm. more people go into foreclosure. And then there's more opportunities for you, subject to, okay? Or cash. We get a lot of foreclosures from cash, okay? Now, here's the main reason why I think you should, besides those, because those are the main reasons you should focus on foreclosure. It's obvious. But the main reason I would want you to focus on foreclosure is because the scripting is very specific to foreclosure, and the scripting to probate is also polar, opposite, very specific to that situation. And so if your number one issue right now is how to talk to sellers and how to navigate the conversations and connect with people, wouldn't it make way more sense just to master the craft of talking to one set of people, whether it's probate or it's Mm -hmm. foreclosure, get a little bit of momentum in your business and go, I know how to handle these situations and I've got momentum.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Or do you enjoy the shiny object syndrome?
2: I'd rather focus on one.
0: Okay, so we've given you your homework. Yep. Okay. Usually
2: they do get stuck on what to tell them, but it will be good practice.
0: It would be good practice. And so here's the thing is like a lot of people, they'll just bounce all over the place. They know how, so this business is so simple. Find people in pain, have multiple conversations with them, get them under contract, sell that contract for higher than you bought it for. That's this business, right? Wholesaling. Okay, that's the business of wholesaling. It's it, that's it. But what you guys do is you add about 85 different steps, okay? And here's some of the steps. It's like, all right, I'm going to get started, but then I'm going to stop. And then I'm going to go and watch 85 other YouTube videos that tell me to do four different things, and they all sound really good, so I'm going to try and implement them into what I actually already knew was good because I think maybe I can improve that. Then I'm going to go find this other influencer that's going to teach me this, and it's like, dude... You haven't made a seller call in three weeks. What in the F are you doing?
2: That's pretty much what I did.
0: How did I know?
2: Three weeks ago. Yeah. Hold on. What's the date today? How
0: did I know? Yeah, three weeks ago. Close to three weeks ago, yeah. (laughs) How did I know? I've been doing this for a long time. I've been talking to people about the situation a long time. And then more importantly. I have been there myself. I know exactly what it feels like. I remember watching my first Max Maxwell YouTube video. Max Maxwell is a genius. He's amazing. I love Max. He's great. I watched his YouTube video and I remember getting deviated from that YouTube video off of what I was actually focusing on. I was spending $20,000 a month on direct mail, billboards, TV, radio, a little bit of PPC, et cetera, kind of a wide array of things. And I was like, there's got to be a different, there's got to be a better way. Meanwhile, I was making $400,000, $500,000 a year doing that. After I paid all my marketing, my expenses, et cetera, I should have just doubled down on what I was doing. Instead, I was deviating and I had moments of like no production because I was spending more time consuming content that was actually pulling me away from what was working. This business is simple. But it's either a fear of failure, a fear of embarrassment, a fear of um, abandonment, a fear of rejection, or a fear of success is why people deviate and go look for a new easy button. And that's essentially what you've been doing the last three weeks is looking for an easy button that solves your problems where you're like, wait, maybe I don't have to talk to another human being and I can still make millions of dollars. That's exactly how it's like. You know what, guys, that's my next course. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to call it um duct tape your mouth and still make millions of dollars. I'll I mean, sell. I have
2: one question about this. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> so when we towards the towards like that, you know, that short period like they don't have much time. Mm-hmm. So when we try to get under contract, so how do we do the loan modification p- portion, the loan mod and okay. uh, getting Here's here's how you do it.
0: Here's how you do it. This is the beautiful thing. You're not one of my students, but I'll tell you, here's what I would do is I would link in with one of my students because my students are trained on this. Never have I ever and never will I ever be successful in my life without somebody else. Let me say that one more time. Never have I ever and never will I ever be successful in my life without somebody else. That's a
2: true statement. One hundred percent. Everything I
0: have is because of somebody else.
2: Yep. Us men, we look towards order. We look towards like the higher. We look towards hierarchy. So that's how us men usually learn. Right. What I mean.
0: Okay. So here's the thing. You, I have students like Kiki Shrugs and other people that are transaction coordinators in my group. That when you get a contract, you, I need a loan modification. So many of my students, the great. Do you know why people love my program? Have you ever met a student that didn't like me? Not really. If they didn't like me, it's because it, it's because they're a knucklehead. There's no possible way that my students don't like me. Okay? And the reason being is because they have learned. It's not even about subject to or seller finance or novation agreements. Yes, I do teach all of those things better than anybody else on the planet. But the thing that we have above anybody else is we have elite leaders that know how to do loan modifications, lead generations, um and transaction coordination calling sellers doing all the things that you can squad up with so you don't have to be an isolated island and right now your number one problem is your shiny object syndrome the second reason why you're having you're stuck is because you don't have a comrade you don't have somebody that's keeping you accountable and somebody that you can rely on when you run into a problem yeah How did I know that? I did
2: squat up with two of your students.
0: If you've squatted up, that doesn't mean having a conversation. That means, hey, I have a problem. Can we work on this problem together? That's squatting up. Mm -hmm. Going and sitting down at a Starbucks is hanging out, okay? Squatting up is, I have a problem. Can you help me solve it? Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to tell you, how many students have you squatted up with? It now goes down to zero. Did you know that I just am a mind reader? I just know everything about you. Mm, yeah. Have I been in- interact- inaccurate on anything so far?
2: Not much, yeah.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so what are our action steps?
2: Foreclosures, for Wait, closures. no. Hold on,
0: no, no, the action step is this. Let's go find another YouTuber mm-hmm. that teaches wholesale and let's go subscribe to them And let's go get their strategies and let's go download their softwares and go download their contracts and see if they have an easier way to do this. So I actually don't have to go through the process. Doesn't that sound like a better set of action steps? (laughs) No, you've done, you've done that before though, right?
2: Yep.
0: Okay. Anybody, anybody else in here that's guilty of that? Me. That was me the last
2: three, four months.
0: Yep. That's you the last three or four months.
2: How long have I been on here? I've been here since January. Yeah. Okay. I started wholesaling in November after I lost 20,000 in option trading.
0: Okay. (laughs) So that's what ends up happening. Okay. People, here's the thing. There's no, guys, if there's a greater real estate community, uh, tell me. This is on open YouTube. You guys tell me if there's a better real estate community (laughs) out there that is actually more connected, more, there's more go-givers that- uh, not people that say they're going to help you and don't, but a community of people actually help you. If there's a better one out there, please point me in the direction. Please tell me where there's somebody that's a better, more dedicated educator, and I will go learn from that person. Do, have you found them yet? You've searched the internet. You found a lot of influencers. You don't need to say their names, but have you found somebody more um, connected with their people and their people more connected on their lives and all that? Mm, not sure. The answer is either yes or no. Probably not. Probably not, bro. You don't. You, are you a um, are you a yes guy or a, a I
2: don't know. I'm more of the in the middle guy, but for, for, for no. Why are
0: you in the middle, dog? Uh, really? I'm just kidding. No. Okay. So my question is, if you if that if you've found a tribe of people that really care about you and they want to help you right? You've never paid me a dollar. Have I helped you?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So you've never paid me a dollar. Okay. You've, you've never paid me a dollar. My community of people who are very connected to me, we'd spend a lot of time on zoom. They have provided a lot of value to you as well. Mm -hmm. So why would you deviate and go anywhere else looking for another easy button? Shiny object syndrome. <laughs> Shiny object syndrome. It, Isn't it is what that it is. interesting? That's
2: what
0: it is. We have the greatest leaders. It's not just me. It, we have some of the greatest leaders ever in this community. People that are just epic, epic, epic people. They're even, they're creating their own brands within this community and they're just soaring. Yep.
2: Last week, uh, I was on Daryl's 10-Hour Life. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> and we're, I learned we're, about scorching and- the earth him right and where do you think daryl learned that you right and daryl's one of our leaders and right and he's turning around and helping people so this is the spirit of our community you've never paid daryl you've never paid me you've never paid probably munif who's doing a great job on his content as well you've never paid any of these people yet they're trying trying to guide you what you need to do is through all of this learning right All of the questions that you ask need to be pertaining to the one strategy you are focusing on. And the only strategy you should be focusing on if you have not done a deal yet is foreclosures. And if your state is not currently foreclosing on people, then either move out of your state or virtually wholesale somewhere else. I'm moving to Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas is a pretty special place. Yep. Okay. Yep.
2: Yep.
0: So, have we got, have we kind of aligned you just a little bit more? Now you can start focusing on one thing for the next 30 days?
2: Sure. Okay. So,
0: here's what, here's what I do. You want to go consume content, right? You like consuming content. Your brain is a sponge, it wants to absorb and suck up a lot of content. Here's what I would be doing only looking up YouTube videos that pertain to what?
2: Foreclosures
0: foreclosure process. I would also focus on finding people in my community that can help you with that very specific task. Which of Pace's students, which of Pace's leaders, which of Pace's mastermind students can help me with the foreclosure process because that's what I'm focusing on for the next 90 days? All right. 90 days. Okay. Every question look at Christian Hernandez. He just sent me three opportunities in my email a couple of days ago. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Have we re have you we guided you? Have we lined you into the right place? Yep. Okay. Are you e- e- literally gonna get off this live tonight and just go and type in YouTube influencers wholesale and see if you can find another one that maybe is better than us?
2: No, okay. I just focus on this now.
0: Please. One Okay, so now when I see you in Wholesale Hotline and I see you on Sunday service, what I want you to be doing is I only want you to ask questions pertaining to what?
2: Foreclosures.
0: Right, so if, you want, if you're, talking to, if you're t- asking me a question about how do I talk to a seller, it better be something like, hey, Pace, I have a seller who's in foreclosure that says this, how do I talk to them? That's the questions you should be asking me. Okay. Don't come to me and go, hey, man, I got a probate lead. I'll go, bro, I'm blocking you for this session and I'll kick you off all right okay. you have great questions your your participation is amazing you now have your homework you have your marching orders do you feel good about it
2: so much better yes okay great i just have to get better at my script of cold calling but other than that
0: well now guess guess what now you don't have to learn cold calling probate cold calling uh code violations mm-hmm. code calling anything else you only cold call foreclosures And what I would do is type in Pace Morby Foreclosure, Brent Daniels Foreclosure, Jerry Norton Foreclosure, Max Maxwell Foreclosure, Ryan Pineda Foreclosure. Now you can go consume everybody's content, but only focus on foreclosure. Don't focus on anything else. Don't get deviated. Does that make sense? Yep. Now those influencers can make sense, right? Everybody can make sense, but focus on what people are talking about around foreclosure because every single one of those guys, I look up to all of them. They're all geniuses. The problem is, you know what they're trying to do? Do you guys know why YouTube is really challenging for you to learn on is because there's no real community and connectivity on YouTube. And so what the influencers, same thing with me, we're, we're, we're sitting there going, what YouTube video should we throw out there this week? And they're looking at what is being searched and clicked. And all of those things the most, and so they're going to put content out there to get their self views. I'm the same way, but in my community, in sub two, what I do is I take a poll every week and I go, Hey guys, based on these five topics, what would you like me to focus on this week? and I'll create a two hour Zoom on this, and a two hour Zoom on that, and a two hour Zoom on that. And we focus on only those topics, and then I go do 15 20 hours sometimes per week just on specific topics inside of my community because I know exactly what they're asking for. But when you're on YouTube, whoa, somebody just gave me a $20 ticket, a sticker. Holy crap. Thank you. I just want you guys to know that any of my YouTube income, it always goes back to my employees. So thank you so much. My employees and everybody um, on my team will thank you for that. I appreciate that. And same thing. Look at this, a $5. Look at this, dude. This is crazy. You guys want to learn where to get foreclosures? Where do we get foreclosures? Let's talk about that for a minute.
2: Public, uh, public data, usually uh, county records.
0: Okay. So Andy says, thanks for the content. What's the URL? Thank you for the $5, dude. Like seriously, I, guys, I made $25 tonight. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Thank you guys so much. So um, br- partnering with Brandon D and Bilal from the Nightly Dial, they're ballers. Um, Andy says he's joining sub two, which is my, my community. Um, our community, I, I, I just realized like six months ago, I was like, you know, what's funny is like a lot of people think that this is my logo, but it's not my logo. This is our logo. It's the sub two logo. We are a community of people. It's not about one person. It's not about pace. It's not about just the hundreds of leaders we have. It's the collective group. So welcome to the tribe, Andy. That's super awesome. Bilal is, um, somebody who's been in my program for a long time and one of the leaders in our group. And Brandon is a killer on the phone. So, um, Where do we find foreclosures? Let's let's list this out. Okay, I want you to take notes right now. Okay, Eskimo. Okay. Tell me one place we can find foreclosures. County records. County records. Okay. Why do county records suck? But they're good. They're really, really good, but why do they suck?
2: Longer to pull,
0: harder to pull harder to pull a lot harder to pull you have to pull them individually a lot of people don't have time for that okay but the advantage for going to county records is that they're free okay mm-hmm. and so if you're here's the thing is they're free but guess what I still have to do I still have to skip trace them so that still has to cost me money okay so what most professionals in this business do is they basically kick out the county records because they're like, well, county records come to me, but they're not skip trace and I got to go skip trace them anyway. So why don't I just pull the foreclosure data from the same place that I'm getting them skip traced, right? Okay. I'll give you two places that we pull foreclosures from. Okay. And a third one as a bonus that we are starting to move over to. We um, download all of our foreclosure data from a company called batch leads. Batch leads. There you go. We've said it enough. Watch how fast I can pull data on batch leads. Okay. This should be pretty easy. Okay. Let me set this up and I'll, I'll tell you guys when to time me. Okay. So I go to batchleadsio forward slash pace. Yes, you do get a discount on the service and yes, I do get paid for it. Um, I call it my sushi money for any of the, you guys have been around me for a long time. We do get paid. I think every time you guys sign up, we get like five bucks, something like that. Okay. Um, which is dope. We call it sushi money. Now here's what it looks like. And if you have not done this, it's because you are trying to do everything for free. But look at this. Okay. Um, I currently have 302,000 properties in my existing batch leads, but if I just go to my list search, let's go to Maricopa County. Okay, let's go Maricopa County AZ. Maricopa AZ. I don't want Maricopa. Maricopa is a city. There we go. Maricopa County AZ search. All right. So immediately, I'm going to pull up this quick filter, and it shows me expired listings, 29000 That's pretty cool. Um, MLS, vacant, tax defaults free foreclosures right here, 425 people in active foreclosure, which is a list that gets replenished every single day or um, people get foreclosed on it. Look at all these people in foreclosure right now. Okay. Now I can take this list and I can just go select. I'm going to select all, I'm going to add them to a list. I skip trace them and now I can immediately call them within about four minutes. Okay. Eskimo is like crap. Pace is keeping me on here way too long. Eskimo, you want me to pull you off the screen? I'm right here. Okay, so the first place you can go is County Records. Second place you can go is batchleads.io forward slash pace. Yes, you get a discount. Another place that people pull, pull foreclosures is a company called PropStream. We've kind of stopped using PropStream because yeah. they've pulled MLS, MLS data. Yeah. And um, there's some other things that they've changed recently. They don't, I my personal opinion is they don't like wholesalers. Okay, they don't want real estate investors on the platform. I think they're trying to go more real estate agent centric because they see that as a much larger um, pie. And so they're going after that demographic and they're trying to make things a little bit more challenging for wholesalers. Um, and yes, Batchley does, you know, our uh, PropStream does pay me an affiliate too, but I don't push it because we're not currently using it. We stopped using it months ago. Okay. Um, they have other things that we really like about them. And I really wish they would bring the MLS data back. but. Batch leads has the MLS data so there you go. Another place that we get, we used to pull foreclosures but it's a little bit more challenging their data is very very good is a company called preforeclosuresdaily.com. Okay? I have no affiliation with them. I don't get paid to push them. We just use them. I'm not friends with the people that own it. I just like their stuff. preforeclosuresdaily.com. The challenge with preforeclosuresdaily.com is they don't have all the bells and whistles and cool things that Batch Leads does. And so Batch Leads is kind of a kick-ass little thing. Now, where do I house my leads? Where do I put all my, my leads when I generate a lead? Let's say I call, I call a seller. Seller says they're interested in talking to me. What do I do with that lead? Where do I house that lead, Eskimo? I usually um, skip trace. Well, I've already skip traced it. I've already called the seller. The seller says, yeah, I'm interested in having a conversation. Call me in two weeks. How do I follow up that seller? Where does that seller sit? Where does that lead sit in those two-week period? Where does it sit? Where does it reside?
2: Usually follow up the
0: I didn't ask you what we do. I'm asking, where does it live? Where does it sit? Does it sit in an Excel spreadsheet, a sticky note? Does your girlfriend remember it for you? Does your mom call you and remind you to call that seller? Where does it reside until you call that seller? On your calendar, in your Google calendar, where does it reside? The answer is it should sit in a CRM, a customer relationship manager, something that should cost you anywhere between $50 to $200 a month, depending on which software you use. We use a company called Deal Automator. We have recently switched over to them for our our CRM. Um, We will be showing you guys some of that stuff another day of like, how do we manage our leads? But that's how you manage your leads. When a seller says, I'm open to to having a conversation, but I'm trying to solve the foreclosure on my own. I then say, perfect. Do you mind if I call you back in the next two weeks or so just to check in and see if anything has changed? Seller says, sure, Eskimo. I'd I'd love to hear from you in two weeks. How do you remind yourself the notes, the conversation you had, all of those types of things besides a sticky note. CRM. A CRM. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's really all you need in this business. It's all you need. Okay. All
2: right.
0: Make sense? Yep. We stopped using Podio. Podio's trash. It yeah, is absolutely Podio. horrible. Not good. You can't customize it unless you have somebody... Um, yeah, look, Podio has a free re- uh, version. Yeah, we've tried that. Free ain't, ch- free ain't free, dog. If you lose a day of your life because you're sitting there trying to customize that piece of shit, Podio is, is not built for wholesalers. It's just a pl- blank CRM. So you have to go in there and you have to customize it. You have to change things. You have to adapt. You have to get a developer in there to code and do all these things. You have to have Zapier and all this kind of stuff. Podio is an absolute piece of trash, People have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on Podio, um, and they go, I have the greatest Podio. Sure you do. There you go. Um, Dario says, Dario goes from saying this. He says, um, what do you say? He says, uh, Griffin says, Podio is great. uh, No, it's not. Nobody that has Podio and is succeeding in this business is happy with their Podio, okay, unless they're selling a CRM from Podio. Maybe they white-labeled or something like that. Um, But nobody's happy with it. Okay. Nobody. Okay. Uh, from, zero, from zero to hero says, um, I like REI or RE simply. I've heard that good things about it. I, I, I've never used it, um, but I know it's better than Podio. Um, Pace, what about the phone burner? I don't know what that means. I think I do. Are you asking like, what about your phone numbers? Well, we get our phone numbers from deal automator or batch leads depending. Whoa. Uh, Matthew Anderson says, P- pl- please fix your hoodie pull strings. Do you know why they're like this? Is because my daughter gets a hold of them and she takes them and she'll pull them down one way or the other while I'm holding her. So I'm sorry. I just, I've gotten used to, f- I fix them. And then immediately she d- does it again. Thank you. He paid me $10 to do that, by the way. Thank you so much. Okay. So pretty simple, right? Ask him. Okay, are we good? You got, you got some guidance. You got what you needed. Yep. Okay. In 30 days, in 30 days, what are you going to be focusing on?
2: Cold calling, foreclosures.
0: Okay. And in 60 days, what are you going to be focusing on?
2: Following up.
0: And still cold calling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Cold and call. in 90 days, what are you going to be focusing on?
2: Cold calling, foreclosures.
0: And for and follow up. Yep. Make, a, make sense?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Good conversation. Um, Was that helpful for anybody else? Anybody, anybody, anybody? Jasper, how you doing? Oh, hey, how are you? Were you meaning to talk to me tonight or were you just hanging out in the back of the the studio? No,
3: I, I wanted to talk to you.
0: All right, let's do it. What's cracking? What do you got going on?
3: Yeah, so basically I've been pursuing Tired Landlord leads in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. And I've been doing that since like February. And I've just had some questions on some specific leads I have. So okay. I have this lady who I've been talking to since the start of March. She's been wanting to sell. And recently um, she wanted 120 for it. Um, but she thought it was 120 after like a light cosmetic rehab. But the, like the tenant who just left punched a hole in the roof. So it's more damage than she wanted to take care of herself. So she's okay. willing to take a discount
2: okay,
3: um, on the property. But then, so I wanted some photos from her. And so I said on our last call, hey, could you get me some photos so I can just you know take a look at you know how much it might take like to estimate some rehab costs. And then it's just crickets from there. And that's been happening a couple of times with the couple of other leads I'm having as well.
0: Okay, so she's go- she's ghosting you right now. Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah, I try to call her three times since and it's just crickets.
0: Okay, perfect. So I want you to understand you have not been in the business long enough to know this as gospel truth. So I'm going to tell you this is gospel truth. This is not my opinion. This is just 100% what's going on, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Myron Briley says, what's up with these donations? Well, Myron, apparently people just really hate my um, hoodie strings. Okay. And so, whoa, somebody's paid me $50. Are you kidding me? Wow, Thomas. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That I've, nobody's ever paid me $50 on YouTube. Thank you so much. I appreciate that tremendously. Um, Thank you, Richard. I love Richard so much. He's one of my leaders in sub two. He's been with me for nearly two, actually over two years. I love him. Uh, I just saw him the other day in Vegas. Thank you again, Thomas. I appreciate it. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, so, ooh, Daniel. Daniel, super sticker. Damn. Bro, what did I do to deserve this? Nobody pays me ever. Nobody ever pays me. Um, Being the best mentor, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, so here's what I'll tell you guys. Uh, again, I, I donate all my YouTube income to my team, and so I appreciate that. Any YouTube income comes to me goes to my team. They're the ones that you know really carry the torch for us, and I, I appreciate you guys tremendously. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So um, let's t- let's talk about some gospel truth for a second, okay? About sellers ghosting you, okay? When a seller's ghosting you, it's a variety of things, okay? But it's not more than oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Muneef just, just paid me a hundred bucks. <laughs> Muneef, you know, that's going to Kelly or somebody on the team. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. I, I love you. He's my partner on a fiveplex. He's a big leader in sub two. Um, he, uh, and I will actually him and I've done a handful of deals together, but We'll do hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deals together over our our years. And so he's paid me far more than $99 in real life, but I do appreciate you doing that. Thank you so much. Holy crap, $99. Thank you, brother. I'll, I'll make sure Kelly knows that you gave that to her. So gospel truth. Seller, number one, is going through something. Sometimes sellers are going through something and you just need to stay on top of them and encourage them. Did you see... When I bought a house in Atlanta on 22222 22, did you see that property that I bought um, in Atlanta from a seller named Trevious? did you ever see that? No,
3: I didn't get to see that
0: one. Oh my gosh, what a magnificent story. So um, she's in foreclosure which you know takes months and months and months to go through the foreclosure process. She of course in the very beginning of the process like all foreclosure sellers say oh holy crap. Derek Barton, who is a baller in real life, just paid me $200. <laughs> Gosh. I'm going to take a photo of that and send that over to Kelly real fast and say, that's for Kelly. Thank you, Derek. Appreciate that, brother. Derek is a newer student of mine, but he is um, very quickly becoming a leader and somebody who's um, very loved and sub too. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Ooh. Guys, don't pay don't pay me any more money, please. It's stressing me out. Don't pay me any more money. Thank you. Okay, so seller might be going through something, but usually, what it is, especially in the foreclosure process, holy shit. Mooney's just paid two hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Holy crap! Now I have to just now have to screenshot this and give this to Kelly. Holy crap! Wow. Munif, don't guys do not pay me any more money. If you're going to pay, if you're going to do anything, give the money to somebody else. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know what I should do is I should take the money you guys donated to me tonight and we should um, buy a list for people who really need it. How about, Oh, that's a great idea. We'll take the money um, that Munif and Derek just donated. And instead of giving it to Kelly and the team, I'll give half of it to Kelly and the team. They'll appreciate it, and then we'll give the other half away in a list. Do you guys want me to pull a list next week, and we'll give that list away? Maybe um, Jasper can um, pull. We'll pull some tired landlords, or we can do something along that those lines. Do you want me to do that for you? Yeah. Okay. Come in next week, and we'll pull a list for tired landlords for you. Okay. Sounds great. Tell Munif and Derek thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That that's their money. Okay. And we'll, and what we'll do is we'll give the list, we'll give the um, list to other people on the side. Okay. If you guys want that list, Jasper, will do a little, what we'll do is we'll have you come on Jasper as a guest next week. And we'll talk about, um, how you are calling those tired landlords and seeing what your success rate is and all that kind of stuff. And maybe I can give you some advice and maybe you can give some advice to the audience.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still working for my first deal, so I don't know how much like value I can give to other people, but let me tell you, let
0: me tell you something, dog. mm -hmm. Are you in the, are you in the, are you in the, um, bleachers or are you on the field? Are you on the field?
3: I believe I'm on the
0: field. You are on the field. If, if somebody else is in the bleachers, don't you think that they should get advice from somebody that's on the field, regardless of whether they've scored a touchdown or not? That's true. Okay. So maybe you should believe in yourself just a little bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, brother. There's a lot of people that need, need to learn how to just get on the field and you've learned how to get on the field and you've learned how how to have these conversations with sellers and you've learned how to take action and you've learned how to create problems. One of them we are currently talking about. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's a mind shift is again,
0: that's my job. My job is to help you shift your mind as other people help me shift, shift mine. So, um, Joel, the Eskimo who we just gave basically an hour of our time to just paid us $5. So we'll donate that towards the cause as well. So thank you so much. Um, you know, what's funny is I've never had this many. Thank you. Malik. I appreciate that tremendously. Thank you guys. Okay. So, um, trevious. Okay. The seller trevious. So One of my students, listen to this, one of my students talks to the seller for 60 days and it was like, man, this lady's a lost cause. She doesn't want to sell. She doesn't want to sell. She's a realtor. She doesn't want to sell. She's going to list the property herself. All of those things were said, okay? And then one of my non-sub-two students at the time stayed following up with her. 13 follow-ups over the course of 105 days follows up with her one day she didn't reply to over 13 text messages over a 100 days and she replies to the 13th one and she goes yep i'm open to selling let come on over let's have a conversation the very next day he gets me on the phone with her because he realized it was a subject 2 deal not a cash deal and he had no he's not a student so he had no idea what to do and so what did he do he got me on the phone call with the seller and i closed the deal bought the deal It's in my portfolio Um, It's a five bed, five bath house in Atlanta, Georgia. I gave the seller $10,000 and I gave that person $10,000 plus bought them an iPhone because I didn't want to ever see a green bubble come from somebody I'm doing a deal with. Okay. So he followed up with the faith that that seller was just not ready to talk right there and just stayed on it. I promise you, brother, we've done deals with 99% text messages, a follow-up. And then magically one day the seller wakes up and goes, all right, I'm ready to have a conversation. Okay. Now, why are they doing that? Okay. Why are they doing that? They're doing that because they could be talking to somebody else. Okay. Um, So you don't want to be aggressive and you don't want to be somebody that they want to hire. Hey, thank you, Amy. Amy says, Pace, you rock. Thank you so much, guys. I'm going to tell you half of the money is going to go to my team and half of it's going to go to us buying lists to help each other out. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Um, t- Taylor Hupfeld. I didn't even see that until right now. Taylor Hupfeld um, just dropped 50 bucks on this as well. So, Taylor, let me see if I can find you. It's a lot of comments tonight. Oh, my gosh. Hundreds and hundreds of comments tonight, guys. Thank you so much. Um, I The chat is telling me we have over 3,500 comments tonight. Wow. Um, a lot of comments. So thank you guys so much. Appreciate that. Nisha Hyde, who I love. Good to see you, Nisha. She says me and Scott want to pitch in. Thank you guys. Love you guys all the way down from the Bayou. Basically. Thank you, Dario. Thank you, Dario. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that everybody. Um, your money will go to helping other people next week. Okay. So, um, Gregory Kraft, He says, how do you approach foreclosures via SMS texting? If you guys want us to do that, we can do a whole entire Sunday service just on that. Okay. Maddie crew says, who's going to all in this coming weekend. That's a great question. I might have some free tickets for anybody that is trying to come to freedom. Do You guys want me to give you guys some free tickets. I think I have a handful. Let me just double check. Thank you. Jose Tamayo. So, um, Ooh, Claudio Diaz. Claudio, I will see you in Boston this week, by the way. I'm going to be in Boston um, at one of my masterminds that I run called The Avengers. I will be there um, as a founder for the first time of The Avengers this coming weekend in Boston. So hopefully I get to see you there in Boston. So uh, Jasper, let's get back to this. Sorry. Nope, you're good. So um, you got to stay on top of them. I'm going to give you a couple of text messages that I use that work. Um, I would say 99% of the time I can get a seller to reply to me with one of these text messages and I'll give that to you in just a second. But, um, Ooh, Teresa says pace. I love your community. Thank you so much the, my community besides my family is the number one passion. The number one goal I have is to continually grow what is already the best community in real estate. Um, we're going to make it so impossible to be our value in our community, um, that everybody in real estate knows who we are. That's the goal. So, Um, seller wants, or sellers avoiding you because they could be talking to other people. Sellers avoiding you because maybe they're contemplating listing the property and they're talking to their real estate agent, or maybe they're talking to another wholesaler, um, something along those lines. Or maybe they're like, how do I stay in the property? And how do I just avoid these people? How do I, um, or we get a lot of, um, we, I I learned the lesson the hard way, probably five years ago, I had a seller that we were texting and calling, texting and calling And then like a month goes by and they call us back and they go, dude, I live in Alaska in the summertime. I have no phone. I have no access to anything. I told you I would call you back. And I was like, gosh, damn it, bro. I was like, you know, I, so I threw this out. This is a lesson I learned. He's like, well, I I go, so I, bro, I would have appreciated just letting me know. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to let you know about my plans to go to my house in Alaska um, in order to sell you my house, thank you, but no, thank you. Lose my phone number, hung up on me. I screwed up. I didn't follow. I didn't have faith of, in the follow-up game. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow, Michael, holy crap, guys! I'm I don't know what the deal is, but we've literally like we have seriously like six hundred dollars, maybe even more in the YouTube side chat today. Holy crap. Woo! Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. So um, that happens a lot, right? You're going to have sellers that genuinely are just doing something other than waiting for your text message, okay? And the ones that are talking to other wholesalers, which is happening a lot, okay? Thank you, Isaiah. Isaiah says, for the cause and sub two. Thank you so much. Okay, so... Here's a text message that I use a lot, but you can only use it one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you writing this down? Yeah. Okay. I wish I knew what I did. Holy crap, Aaron Leets! Look at my brother right here, Aaron Leets. For any of you, any of you guys that have ever watched the um, Robert G. Allen zooms. And the training on Robert G. Allen, that was all inspired by Aaron Leitz. Good to see you, brother. I think about you every morning when I read that book you bought me. I literally think about you every morning. Love you, man. Good to see you. Giselle, thank you so much. $49. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 49 times. Medium wave Dave took me to a concert in Brooklyn a couple of days ago that probably cost him a good three to four hundred dollars.
3: I'm in Brooklyn
0: why 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 didn't you come to the concert with us dog
3: i was on a work trip in vegas so i, I was like i i you wish you i you missed can. that
0: whole rooftop meetup dude medium wave dave put up put together one of the greatest real estate parties of the year on a rooftop bar in freaking um soho
3: you have no idea how sad I was. I was waiting for you to come to New York for like all the time and then the one week that you come to New York, <laughs> I had to go out to Vegas for a work trip trip and then I couldn't even see your like the whole clever summit thing because I knew I couldn't because I was in Vegas and I and I think it was like a week or two after that and I was like, dude, nothing like the timing is off for me.
0: Well, look at, look what just happened in the side chat, dude. I'm blown. I'm freaking blown away by this $500. Jonathan Tennyson here. Here's what I'm going to do guys. I'm going to go through the donations tonight and we're going to have, I'm going to, I'm going to make a a special thank you video for all of you guys. Thank you so freaking much. My team gets half of this and uh, it means a lot to me. Thank you. Wow. But I do, I would love it if you guys stopped. Cause it's, it's really stressing me out, <laughs> but here's the cool thing is we'll give, ha- we'll give half of that to the team and we'll give the other half to, um, get, we'll give this away, but we'll buy lists next week on, on, we'll go to batch leads. Like I showed you guys before, and I'll actually spend the money and we'll give that away to the audience. And you guys can thank everybody that did that. So Jonathan and, and Aaron Leets and Derek and Munif and everybody along the way. Uh, Joaquin, Joaquin and um, Medium Wave Dave, everybody will thank every single one of you guys because we're going to, um, everybody's like, this is a slow process because the, the value I gave you for the first hour wasn't ha- wasn't good enough. So now the last 20 minutes I've been thanking people and people are getting upset about it. So welcome to welcome to life. Okay, so here we go. So I wish I knew what I did to offend you. So at least... I could fix it. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the text message. So many of my students will use this text message and then screenshot like the immediate response. They'll get an immediate response or a response within 24 hours, and the seller is like, oh man. Now this person feels like they offended me and like I'm stressing them out and they send me a screenshot back Like, Dude, this person wasn't responding for three freaking weeks and now I got them to finally respond, okay? It works, it works. It. I came up with this text message like five years ago and it works. Wow, Ivan Sanchez says, Pace's content is priceless. Thank you for creating this community. Um, wow, thank you guys, thank you. Um not surprising we're getting so many donors. Sub 2. Thank you, brother. Taylor says, "You and your team deserve it. This isn't just for today. This is for the ongoing value that you all provide." Thank you, Taylor. I do really really appreciate that. Oh my gosh. Guys, I you're stressing me out. You're stressing me out. Pedro, $4.99. Thank you so much, Jim Hoff. Oh, wow. Jim, thank you. 50 bucks. Some a lot of people You know what's funny? is the last time I spent a big chunk of money on pulling a list. Do you know how much money we generated for other people that called on that list? Ingrid, Ingrid, Dario's in here. I think Dario's in here. He made 50 grand on that list, 50 grand on that list. It was his first deal. He made 50 grand and then Ingrid and her partners on that same deal, I think made another 150 grand on a list that we purchased and gave away on Sunday freaking service. So think about that. Think how many people are going to be helped and benefited with your guys' donations. So thank you guys so much. Um, Guys, you're stressing me out. Robert Langley stressing me out. No more donations, no more donations, please, 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 please. Okay. So when you text that, when you text that and you say, "Uh, I wish I knew what I did to offend you so I could at least fix it. You can only use that one, one time dog. You can't be sending that once a week to people. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. You have to take it, you have to make a determination in your process, your follow up process. Is it time to follow up with that seller right now with that freaking gut punch text message?
3: I don't think so. I think I should just give her one more call tomorrow. Oh, not,
0: hell no. One more call, my ass, dog. What are you talking about?
3: No, no, no. J- but like, I'm saying, like, not before. Give sending her this
0: another message. call because you're going to make multiple calls. You're mm-hmm. going to stay on top of her. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Okay. You want me to teach you another valuable lesson if I haven't already taught you about 20 since the time we've had a conversation? Yeah, please do. Okay, here's another very, very valuable lesson. Oh, this one's a good one, bro. Oh, all right. So, oh, when I first started in the business, who was who was my partner in the business? Do you remember? Um, I
3: can't remember. The
0: only my, wife, like- my wife, my oh. wife was my partner, and it's very amazing. And, um, check it out. Thank you. Danny. Uh, sorry. Bryant says sub two baby. Love our sub two family guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate this because last, uh, two months ago, I gave away $42,000 in in that month. I gave 10 grand to one person, 10 grand to another person, a $12,000 car, and then another $10,000 car to somebody. So I, I appreciate the donations a lot. Thank you so much, Michelle. Love you. It's always great to see you. Uh, Lauren says, please don't thank you, thank us. We thank you, your team, and the community. Wow. Guys, thank you so much. It does mean a lot. Um, Carolina. I just got to talk to her yesterday for about an hour. Good to see you. Sweet, sweet woman and her sweet husband. Restore it. Don't junk it. I wish I knew your name. A.K.A. Tony's Hobby Channel on YouTube and I- IG. I'm in California. It can be your eyes on the ground. Pace, please sign me up for sub two. Bless you, sir. Thank you. Jeremiah White, thank you so much. God, I don't, I have no clue how much money we've made tonight, guys. Thank you so much. Okay, so here's a valuable lesson. I'm not going to look at the chat for a couple of minutes, okay? Jeremiah, Jeremiah White, thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. All right, so here's the valuable lesson. When I first started, um, it was just me, right? I thought I would just do it by myself, and I thought it was like, you know, you got to, when I go run, five miles. I go run five miles by myself. And that's kind of the mindset I had when I first jumped into the business. Okay. And I, after I started getting some deals and I just felt like I wasn't getting a ton of traction, I immediately brought my wife involved and she was my transaction coordinator and she would also do my lead follow-up. Okay. Here's something that was really interesting. And I want you, I want you to pay attention to this because there's two or three really valuable lessons here. One of the things my wife did. Okay. Okay. Wow, Rod Carver, thank you so much. Hundred dollars. Catalin Gutu, twenty dollars. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you guys. Appreciate you tremendously. My team's gonna cry, like legit. My team's gonna be like, "Are you kidding me?" And I get, you know, our YouTube income this month. You guys want to hear something cool? Our YouTube income this month is nine thousand dollars. That's pretty special. And we get, I give it to my team on top of their already existing paychecks. They're, they deserve it. Every bit of it. So, um, all right. So here's the thing. My wife jumps into the business. And one of the things she started doing for me besides lead follow-up is every month she would go back to my hottest leads. Okay. Every month she would go back to my hottest leads and she would call the ones that had been closed and sold to other investors. How would she know that she would look up the address? She'd see if it was still um, owned by the, that owner. And she would then say, wow, they sold it. Oh, and look who they sold it to, right? When she did that, originally my wife was calling to see who the buyer was so we could add that person to our buyer's list. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Also to find out what they paid. And if I called, and then my wife would call that buyer and go, hey, why did you pay that price? My husband was thinking he needed to pay $50,000 less. And this is how I became friends with people in my local markets because my magical wife. I should go make love to my wife. She's the best. Anyway, so um, Jasper, did I make you blush? Yeah, a little. <laughs> so here's here's the other thing that my wife would do. She would call the seller, the, <clears throat> own, the previous owner of the property. And what would she ask them? She would ask them this. Hey, my name is Laura Morby. My husband met with you a couple of months ago. You know, we followed up with you, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you told us to follow up. And it looks like you ended up selling to somebody else, which is amazing. Congratulations. I just, you know, we're running a small mom pop business and we really just want to understand where did we go wrong? What could we have done better in order to have purchased your house? Okay. And I'll never forget this. Never forget this. It's powerful. I had to be taught this by losing like a hundred thousand dollar deal. So the seller talking to my wife says, oh, yeah, I remember your husband. He was, he was amazing. We loved you guys. I really loved the, you know, the phone call you when you set the appointment. I really loved you guys. It was amazing. My wife's like, okay, so why didn't you sell to us? And he says to her, he goes, do you think that I am going to sell my property to somebody who is not consistent? And my wife goes, I'm I'm sorry. And he said, Look, I told Pace when he met me at the house that I was going to need a couple of months to make a decision. And you guys followed up two times. The person who I sold it to followed up two times every single week. I want to do business with people who are consistent in all endeavors of their life. And that is why I did not go forward with you guys. That was it. An incredibly valuable lesson. And that per- the person who ended up buying that deal ended up becoming a good friend of mine. They, they made about $100,000 on an assignment on that deal. It wasn't a, They didn't flip it. They wholesaled it, made $100,000. Wow. But you know what? The, the lesson of me losing that deal and when that guy said, would you sell your house to somebody who's not consistently following up with you? What does that show you, right? And it was also one of the times I heard the phrase, listen to this, Jasper, listen to this. How you do anything... Is how I you know. do everything. Do you show up? Are you consistent?
3: I, I believe I've been consistent.
0: Um, um, I, I know you have. Why do you think I'm spending this time talking to you? And why do you think I want to have you back on Sunday service? Because you're actually on the field. I want to hang. Do you think? Here, here's a question because a lot of people want to get my attention. A lot of people will spend time with me. Would you say that I'm on the field? Of course. Of course. Okay. I'm probably the quarterback, the coach. I'm the offensive lineman. I'm the defensive lineman. I'm all over the, I'm everywhere, right? Yeah, you're the freaking team. I'm half the team, right? So do you think the people in the bleachers, I want to hang out with them naturally, or do you think I want to hang out with somebody that's actually on the field with me, a brother in arms?
3: Someone on the field.
0: Right. We have a lot more in common, right? And so why do I run Sunday service? Why do I run wholesale hotline? Why do I spend undying hours? Like today, I did three different Zooms this morning on Mother's Day. I did Zooms yesterday. I traveled around the country, met with my students. Over 1,200 students I met face-to-face this last six days. Boise, Dallas, Houston, Austin. Why do I do that? It's because I'm desperately trying to pull people out of the bleachers and onto the field so we can hang out and have amazing conversations. And you're on the field. And so it makes, it's a lot more fun to have a conversation with somebody who's on the field, whether you've done a deal or not, you and I have things to collaborate with and have conversations with because you have gotten over that little silly hump of, I can't take action. I can't step off the bleachers and onto the grass. So kudos to you, bro. I respect you tremendously. Thank you. You proud of yourself?
3: Yeah, definitely feeling a lot better after talking to you.
0: Good. You should be proud of yourself. I can tell you. And you're a young kid, so you're way ahead of the curve. So proud of you. And everybody else that's on the grass doesn't matter whether you're getting your face dragged into the grass and you are you haven't scored a touchdown and you're not getting a lot of play. Are you on the grass or not? And if you're in the bleachers, what is keeping you from coming down to the grass? I can promise you it's a lot more fun down here. Okay. So um, valuable lesson there, right? Would you as a customer, rather sell a product or sell your house to somebody that's consistently following up or not consistently following up, but really has great sales lines.
3: Definitely someone who's consistently following up with me.
0: Right. I have found that you actually don't have to be that skilled in real estate. You have to be consistent. Consistency wins all the time. And this, that deal with Trevius, the house I closed um, recently, what was interesting, Jamari, okay, Jamari, he's good. He's good at wholesale. He's a good door knocker in Atlanta. He's well known. He comes into Sunday service from time to time. He's a sweetheart. Uh, ooh, Carolyn and Myron. Thank you guys so much. I just saw that j- they dropped 50 bones in, in the side chat. Thank you, Carolyn and Myron. Really appreciate that. So um, Jamari, here's what he said to that seller. He said, she, she he goes, oh, I know you don't have, I know he's like pace. I know she doesn't have equity. And I go, yeah, just get me on the phone with her. And he goes, no problem. So I get on the phone with Trevious and I go, Hey, did Trevious, Trevious did um, Jamari tell you the nature of my relationship with him? And she's like, he told me he doesn't know what he's doing. And he, that's why he called you. And I was like, gosh, I love that. I love the honesty. I love the transparency. I love that that fear of I don't know everything about creative finance did not stop him from just making the play. And she loved it and respected that as well. These people are going through stuff. They want people to be on their level and they want people to feel like a brother, a sister, an uncle, et cetera. So follow up, nurture them, treat them with love and admiration. And above all else, when you're in doubt, whether you should follow up or not, follow up every single time until the house, until the house sells. And then what do you do when the house sells and you missed out on the contract and they ended up selling to somebody else? What do you do?
3: I follow up with her, ask her what didn't work. I actually did that with another house.
0: And how did it work?
3: Um, They just said the other guy just moved quicker than I did. So I was like, I'm getting closer to my first deal. Just need to move quicker. (laughs) Love it.
0: And one thing you probably didn't do is you didn't call the buyer and say, Hey man, let's collaborate. We're in the same area. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. You should do that. It's not too late. You should go back and do that and just say, Hey man, congratulations. Right. I've made some of my best friends by calling the other wholesalers and dude, you beat my ass. Congratulations, man. You beat me to the punch. You got me. You freaking got me. Congratulations. And then you become friends with people and you can collaborate. I love competition right? Those are some of my very best friends to this day or people I compete with because we keep each other sharp. So bro, congratulations. I'm proud of you, man. You're doing the right thing. So next week, should we pull, should we pull a, um, a tired landlord list and give it away to people and have them collaborate with you. And we'll talk about your process and what you're doing to highlight other people. How do they get out of the bleachers and onto the field? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing guys. Would you enjoy us doing that? give you guys some really good um, ooh, pre-foreclosure list. Uh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll pull up. Here's what we'll do. We'll pull a free pre-foreclosure list next week. We'll pull two. Okay. Actually, no, I won't. I, I don't want to deviate. Let's do a tired landlord list like I promised. And then we'll do a, a foreclosure list the week after. Okay. Um, a couple of things. Josh says, Hey, if I get a real estate license, so just so you guys know, my wife is signing up with eXp under directly underneath Elena Cardone. And if you guys are looking for a place to hang your license, please reach out to me. We are going to be doing private calls, training, et cetera, for all of the real estate agents that are working with my wife. So you guys are looking to um, either A, get your license, even if you're a wholesaler. Um, I do believe getting your license is the smart move. Thank you so much Lucas I believe I, I, I appreciate you he said it's not a lot but I just want to support this community for all the value that you give me thank you so much we should support each other so don't stress pace I love you bro thank you all for always making time thank you guys I appreciate that tremendously so um, Jasper next week you better yep. come on Sunday service
3: of course I'm always here
0: okay and what I want I want you to do is I want you to come with a handful of I want you want to know how to learn anything in life? The most important thing you can do in order to learn something in life is to do what?
3: To take action and actually do it.
0: Yes. But more important than that.
3: Work with others who've teach. done it before.
0: Teach no, other teach. people. I remember if you that want to, if you want to retain 90% more information, literally. Okay. 90% more information. Thank you. Arc Alex just gave us $50. Thank you so much. Oh my word. If you want to retain 90% more information, the only way to do that is to teach it, right? It's the stress of like, oh my gosh, I have to teach somebody. It's also understanding and watching their facial movements and their body movements of like what I'm saying is making sense or not making sense. And and then it forces you to um, reorganize the way you put your words. And then you learn through that process. It's absolutely amazing. So what I want you to do next week is I'm going to put you on the hot seat. I'm going to give you about 15, 20 minutes next week where we talk about your business and we know you haven't done a deal yet, but the number one thing that I want you to stress to people is how do I get out of the bleachers and onto the grass? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, guys, Sunday service this week was absolutely epic. Jasper, thanks for coming on here. I appreciate you Um, guys. Holy crap. I think you guys donated like 2,500 freaking dollars. Uh, Unbelievable. Ooh, $280,000 uh, two hundred and eighty thousand dollars seller finance, fifteen thousand dollars cash to seller, zero percent, thirty-six hundred monthly pay, seventy-two months. It's a burned triplex with one hundred eighty thousand in Reno. ARV is uh, San Bernardino, California. Um, I would send that if you guys have deals. Couple things: if you guys have deals, send them to my email. There's my email in the side chat. If you ever send me an email about your personal life, I will never reply to you. I get people that are like, my wife is mad at me because of this, that, and the other. Do you have any personal advice? I'm not going to give that to you, please. I have a bleeding heart. I have a really hard freaking time saying no to people. So I have to just go away. Uh, Melissa Leak says, I want to sign up for EXP underneath Elena Cardone and Laura Morby. Wow. Thank you so much. If you guys want to join, we're going to be doing our first Zoom. Um, My wife and other people that are signing up with underneath my wife send me an email and I'll get, I'll get you the link. PaceJMorby at me.com. Anybody that wants to be on my wife's team with Elena Cardone and a handful of other very powerful men and women, we, Jamil and I are both adding value to that group and having private sessions and training those agents, not only on how to become better agents, but also how to become better investors. And so, no, it's nationwide. So if you guys are anywhere in the country, you guys can join our EXP team um, me.com. Okay. It is not too late. Let's see. Um, Mark says, is it too late to get the 4.0 video today? I think the 4.0 video for Gator Lending is going to be released tomorrow in the discord channel. So watch out for that. Um, I think everybody, honestly, in the next couple of years, three years or so is going to end up getting their real estate license regardless. And so it's probably not a bad time to do it. Um, great time. Great time tonight. Pace. Thanks for your time guys. It was, this was a really, really good show. Patrick Conley says, who do I reach out to? My email is pace. J Morby at me.com. That's my personal email. Send me an email. If you guys are either a, you have a deal or B you guys want to sign up with, uh, my wife for, with EXP and Elena Cardone, you will be able to get in private zoom sessions with Elena Cardone, which is pretty amazing. Okay. Um, Joel says you set me straight today. I think I set a lot of people straight. So this was a really, really good session tonight, guys. Pretty awesome stuff. Um, all right, let's see what else anybody has any other questions? How do I get the discord channel? So Amy Lynn, if you are in the Gator, um, world and you are signed up with PCS, Um, It's not too late. If you guys are trying to get into the Gator world, you have until June 1st to get into the Gator um, sessions. I've told people that I'll leave it open for the next 30 days. Um, The way to get into that is primecorporateservices.com forward slash pace, primecorporateservices.com forward slash pace, sign up with PCS. And that's how you guys get into the Gator trainings. Um, You have all the way until June 1st to get into that. And if you already are, Okay. If you already are in the Gator and you have not gotten to the Discord channel, just reach out to PCS, whoever your rep is, and say, hey, how do I get into the Discord channel with Pace? And they will get you set up. Brianka says, I'm signing up underneath Laura. That would be amazing. And we'd love to train you, hang out with you, uh, collaborate with you, and essentially be business partners with you guys. Okay. Uh, just Another says, "What is exa- what exactly is a tired landlord list? Um, it's somebody who's tired of being a landlord that's like, I don't want to own properties anymore. And we'll talk about that next week. It'll be pretty epic, okay? Um, So my email is on the screen, guys, at me.com. I will not reply to you if it is a personal problem email. It needs to be a deal or how we can make money together. So if you guys want to make money together, you guys want to be on my wife's team at EXP and Elena Cardone, please send us an email. We're going to be doing a Zoom pretty uh, soon about that. Um, and you'll start seeing us talk about that just a little bit more. Um, Guys, thank you so much. This was a really, really epic Sunday service. I appreciate and love all of you guys. We will see you next Sunday.